0: lot Talk hey. Radio. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure. I'm We got a problem. We pushed the ship too
1: hard. We're off the grid. That means the computer's now offline. Captain, the ship's broken. Captain,
2: no one gets hurt if you don't play no game.
1: Ah, uh, it's the ship's
3: broken. We had to go. Nobody gets
2: hurt. Easy. Because hey, look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the
0: captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
2: my god! Oh I, my god! I could god. keep it. I
4: don't know how I made it. When, I,
2: when <laughs> Why did you do that? I mean, why did you have it play Why Why did you had that? The fact that you had that ready and queued up for that scene is you. You crazy for that? one. I can't believe you just did that.
4: Oh man! Hey, you know what?
0: <laughs>
4: hey, you know what? I, I have to make the show the show mine, man. You know, real captains do captain things. I don't know if you know that, B, <laughs> but oh, but we do. God, man. So, Please, <laughs> so yeah, God. man. Um, welcome everybody uh, to a new episode of Dead Dennis Sports, man. Um, we. Uh, <laughs> We had some interesting games over the weekend, Kentucky, uh, Wisconsin, of course, and then the National Championship. Um, I am your host, not 12 Kyle. 12 Kyle is actually, well, did you hear what happened to to Kyle B?
2: What? <laughs> no, I didn't know. What, what happened to him?
4: Well, uh, apparently he <laughs> he hurt his knee jumping off the Wisconsin bandwagon. And he wasn't able to attend the show tonight, so yeah, 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 pretty severe. So, uh, so, so yeah, he he won't be on tonight, Uh, and and apparently, I think he's cursed. So he's trying to (laughs) to to, kind of get that uh that hoodoo hoodoo off of him. So I think he's also putting in a call to uh, Constantine. Uh, We're gonna have Q join us, and FIFO will be joining us a little later. Um, later on the show. Uh, Got to find Q, man. Which one is Q? Uh, so I'm going to reach out to him real quick. Um, in the meantime, everybody make sure to follow us on uh, all the social media networks, all of them, the Instagrams, the Vines, the Twitters, the Facebooks. Um, also make sure you hit us up on, uh, you know, uh, YouTube, man. Uh, we, we're going to try to get some more videos out. Scheduling has yeah, been.
2: Scheduling, uh, scheduling has some issues like crazy. And don't forget about yeah, the SoundCloud yeah. too. Make sure y'all follow the SoundCloud, Dead In Sports SoundCloud. We got stuff up there as well. Oh,
4: definitely, definitely. Uh for everybody that can't catch the show and everybody that don't um, you know, have the iTunes app or if you own the Android, why you would be on the Android, I have no idea, but whatever. Um so yeah, the show's on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, we're making it available. Stitcher. It's on it's on all the places, man. Just search for Dead In Sports. Yeah and um and you can check it out. Oh, oh, and a new thing that we're doing uh uploading them to uh to YouTube as well. Um and that's kind of mainly for the the subscribers on the YouTube channel because I know we probably have some that don't carry over to the live show, which is which exactly. is more cool, the podcast, so you know, just want to put that out there for them. Um the first one we put out there was uh was the um the one about the final four. Which all of us <laughs> were, were wrong about. Um, pretty we'll, much, we'll touch on it. Yeah, that was that was that was, that was pretty bad. Um, but uh, in any event, so so um, yeah. I don't uh, Q, if you're listening, I I don't see your bro. Uh,
0: yeah, Q.
2: So we'll,
4: we'll get him online.
2: Bring your ass.
4: And
0: uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got something old granddad? Um, bring bring your ass.
0: Yeah, yeah, you re- <laughs> you really did. <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: yeah, man. man, see, this is what happened when when Kyle's not on the show, man. We we hijack it like like
2: power. Yeah, man, we just we, we take uh, it we take it over, man. He 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 he's gonna be devastated when he hear that audio in the beginning, man. Nah, I'm the captain now. Nah, I mean, you know, just, <laughs> he should he should be forfeited. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just it's, it's how it goes. You know what I'm mean? saying? Oh, it was so long too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was so long. Oh, he had to jump off the. But website. you know, you had, had you hit. had to,
4: to to pull him in. Um, you know what, man, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking to cue some music up. Um, what's, give me an album, uh, a song title of one of the beats you sent over.
2: Yeah, man. Do you recall? Oh, man, I just, I do not. It, yeah, I don't know the names. I don't remember the name. Sometimes I just name beats just to be named a man, like, just to be like, okay, let me get his
0: name, make it look good,
2: but, ah, oh, goodness gracious. Okay. But speaking of, you've been slacking on your albums of the week, man, like, yeah, every week on, before the show. You usually give us an album, man. What's up with
4: that? You haven't gave us no album. I wanted to do something different, but I never figured out what the different was. So, yeah. so, um, so I just kind of, kind of went away from it. But I think it might be something that, that, that needs to be brought back. But you know what? I, I'm yeah. willing to uh, share the spotlight with you, B, because um, I know there's so much that comes out that that's kind of why I wanted to do it. Just the music right. in general, I felt like it would be a good spot you know, for, uh, to put it out there. But speaking of music, real quick, I did listen to the rapper Big Pew, uh, Poo, uh, Apollo Brown joint today. And... Oh, um, uh, yeah, 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 you, yeah. You know what? It's something about Apollo Brown's music that makes you want to turn it up turn it up real, real loud in the car and roll the windows down. you <laughs> know, right? Because it's like you got to just give it, give it, like, room to breathe because it's so heavy, and, and, mm-hmm. and it just pounds, and it just it just adds so much more to the actual music. Um, and, and that's what I did, man. So I, I got to give it another listen. Um, you know, I was definitely, you know, good with the production on that. and um, But I really got to kind of give it another listen so I can kind of tune into to what Poole was saying. And um, But, yeah, so uh, people check that out, man. It's just a quick listen. Only, uh, what, 30, 30 minutes or so? I don't know. If, have you, have you yep. heard it yet?
2: Yep. Nine track. Yeah, nine tracks. Yeah, nine tracks about 9 tracks yeah
4: yeah is Q on um, yeah it is uh oh nah nah is Q on, yet? on um oh let's, nah, let's, nah,
2: let's, let's yeah, talk about, these, fin-
4: let's talk there about there. these final four games man like like you, you know what um oh, so Q sent us uh not Q uh Kyle sent, sent over um you know uh the topics but uh but I'm tossing all that stuff to the wayside man forget all that stuff he's talking about
0: <laughs> uh cause
4: this <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is this is my show. So this is your what it, to say, huh?
0: <laughs>
4: that's right. That's right. Um, so real quick, though, uh, what did you think about the Kentucky Wisconsin game uh, Saturday? Uh,
2: oh man. Well, for one, I mean, you know, Kentucky lost that game. I just want to touch on the fact that the officiating has been pretty much kind of kind of bad not only just the final four but just i guess the whole tournament like it's like it's been really it's been really lackluster with officiating this this year man especially especially and i and i want to touch on this right quick for that wisconsin and um and um kentucky game that that was a 24 second shot clock violation and because and wisconsin got away with one they got away it was i think it was down like maybe like a three minutes four minutes left to go and um like, I I don't know if you recall, like, they, like Wisconsin shot the ball and, my, and the dude got the ball and, like, tossed it up real quick and then the shot clock. But the heat, when he had the ball, if you looked at the instant replay, it was clearly at zero. Like, the shot clock was clearly at zero when he touched the ball and, you know, and, like, body-balled it back into the basket. And they still gave the bucket to Wisconsin. So I was like, I'm not saying that changed the whole dynamics of the game, but, you know, Ah, Wisconsin—they got—they got away with some man. It, it was crazy. I mean, I just thought the fishing was bad. The Michigan State and um and Duke game—that was just a—I mean, Michigan State just—they just, just got outplayed. I, you can't really blame officiating with that one, <laughs> obviously. But you know, Kentucky and Wisconsin—I think and for some reason, even though I wanted a Duke and, and Kentucky uh a final championship game, because I really had a feeling if Kentucky would have played Duke, I think Kentucky would have beaten Duke. I just think Kentucky. Just got a better team in Wisconsin that night, <laughs> and plus Wisconsin was after revenge blood, you know, from last year they lost to them. So I really think just that night Wisconsin was just a better, you know, the better team that night. Have it, I just really have a feeling if Wisconsin, I mean if Kentucky would have played Duke, I'm not saying it would have been a blowout, but I just think I think Kentucky would have been so jacked up for that game, I think they would have won that game um, easily, but. You know, it was it was a it was some good final four game. I am glad the final fours, most of the final fours, you know, well I guess three three out of four games were at least some good games. It came down to some crucial possessions, some crucial, you know, plays, you know, but like I said, except for the Duke and Michigan State game. But it was these games had me at the edge of my seat pretty much the whole time. I'm glad. That's all that's the only thing I really wanted out of this whole tournament, at least when it got down to the Final Four, was that I wanted a good game. I wanted to be at the edge of my seat, like, whoa, you know, like, oh, it's, oh, it's going to come down this possession. Oh, it's going to come down to this possession. So I just, that's all I wanted. I'm glad I got that out of this Final Four. But the officiating has to be better. Has to be better. That's in my opinion.
4: They were entertaining it, and and I, I am thankful for, for, for that. I, I, much like you, I really, really wanted that Kentucky – duke uh national championship but i had a i have a feeling though that Uh Duke would have got them i I don't know Kentucky was they they played sloppy um you know down in in the tournament man and they really didn't play um up to the the standards that that we know that we've seen and you know a lot of it could have been the level of competition and they, they just got the wrong team in wisconsin because yeah. So Wisconsin, yep. they they pretty much had that. They had they had that spur the Spurs in them. You know what I'm saying? Yep, it was like, so Y'all put us out on some bs on a three pointer, ironically enough, and you know we we out for blood. And um,
0: yeah.
4: You know what? I I think the the call bothered me a lot only because when I looked at the replay, I saw the <laughs> referee looking right <laughs> at it.
0: Yes. <Yeah. laughs>
2: It was like obvious, <laughs> like, man. It was like <laughs> was He like, was what? literally I mean, I like.
4: standing there watching him.
2: But then, and then this, Ken, says this, Ken, Didn't they didn't they go to in three play to make sure they got it right? If I'm not mistaken.
4: They couldn't. It it was 2 minutes and, they, and 30 oh, 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 or 40 oh, 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 that's something. Right, that's right.
2: That's right. Yeah. I'm about to say they went to in three play and still got it wrong. Shame on officiating. And it, another another point. So this is just to show you how you know, you know, not, of course, basketball. SEC is not a basketball conference, and I and I really truly think, and I think other you know analysts said this before, other people I talked to said this before. Um, if Kentucky was in a Big Ten or ACC conference, there would have been no chance they wouldn't have went undefeated. You know, you got to think SEC is such a that's such a football driven conference. You know, and I you know not to take nothing away from Kentucky because that squad was you know that squad was good, but like you said, they finally stepped up. You know, played Notre Dame. You see what happened with Notre Dame. You know, you see what happened with Wisconsin, you know. But I think, matchup wise, I think Duke would have been a better matchup in favor for Kentucky. That's why I think if Kentucky would have played Duke in the championship game, they would have probably got the W. I think Wisconsin was just a bad matchup for him. You know, not really a bad matchup, but a team that can match it as far as length and basketball IQ. And then you got to think, taking consideration too, you know, these guys are freshmen. You know, that, that's why sometimes you got to think. You know, Wisconsin got guys that have been together for three, four years. I think Kamensi was a senior, four year senior. You know, it's just like sometimes that can take an effect. I know people always think like talent, 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 but sometimes, you know, with them 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 guys, them freshmen, you got eighteen year olds who play high school ball that's on the big stage like the final four. Sometimes it might rattle an eighteen year old. You know what I'm saying? Some some players step up to challenge, uh, ally Anthony Davis, but some players you know, sometimes they get caught up in the moment and, you know, maybe they, I guess, you know, the bright light was a little too much for them. So sometimes I got you you got to forget, these freshmen, man, that, that, that's a lot to, to bear on 18-year-olds on, on to go out in front of 75,000 people and millions of millions of people watching. So, you know, you got to consider that as a pressure.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but you put the Harrisons have been there, and I think Calipari – uh, I think he kind of uh, folded under the pressure as well because he went to that one yep. four, and he just yep. he just wanted Harrison to drive to the rim and hope for a foul, excuse me, or you know for him to make the layup. But I also think there were two key pivotal moments in that game that that put Kentucky in that position, and, and that was the two air balls. Like their offense totally went away against Wisconsin when they were up four and. They ended up shooting like two air balls that would have put them up six, possibly eight.
0: Yeah. But, you yeah. know,
4: I, I. Even though the call did not cost Kentucky the game, and it's hard to argue this on Twitter, but even though it did not cost them the game, because we don't know the end results, if they would have taken it away, Kentucky could have missed. Wisconsin could have came back, and it still could have finished the same way, but. At the same time, it has to instill some form of confidence in Wisconsin because now the game's at zero, and it, it, it's, it's whoever scores the most uh, from here on out for the rest of the game until the clock is gone. And and in, in Kentucky, it could kind of, like you said, they're freshmen, and you see something like that happen to you, and and it could mess with you. And all of a sudden, even though they were out of, out of rhythm a little bit already, but that could yeah. contribute to that and mentally you, you're kinda you're kinda messed up. But say for instance they, they waved their basket off like they should have, Kentucky could have very well have came back, went up four or possibly five, because Probably that was five, really yep. time for Harrison to step up and we have a whole different outcome. So, you know but but I think the the main issue that I have is that it's a national championship game and calls like that. They have to get right, and um, and they did not, and they did it twice, which is in the national championship game. Um, and uh, I don't know if you saw the the title of the show, be, but uh, it, it's called Duke wins the national championship and Bo Ryan ain't happy.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god! Are so, you uh, serious? I didn't even beat that.
4: Yeah, yeah. I I, I I I hey man. Hey man. Uh it, it's my show. I I got q too. I'm going to bring him on. Uh what up Q? I think I got you? him. Q. Yo. Yeah, what
0: yo, up, yo, man? yo. 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 I'm good. good,
4: I'm
0: good. Man. Yeah. All right.
4: Cool. Yeah, I'm so um so yeah, man. Uh any thoughts Q real quick before we go to this National Championship game on the uh Kentucky Wisconsin game. Um
5: I felt as though, first off, I feel like Kentucky just, just got beat, man. Simple as that. I think they just got beat. Uh, I think Kaminsky was able to draw Kyle Stein out of the paint and render him basically useless. I felt as though Decker stepped up in the big moments. And uh, to your point, I think uh, I think on both sides it was bad officiating. You know what I'm saying? It's like yep, they missed. They missed a crucial like flavor one, and that could have been like a two-point swing for uh, Wisconsin, and then they missed a call for Kentucky. And the one thing about college basketball that they always say is that you can always bet on the officiating being equally terrible. So it makes for a good game because it's equally terrible. So this just goes back to my point that they need to professionalize referees in every sport because they hold – the players up to such a high standard. Perhaps we should hold the people who can literally decide a game to a high standard. You know what I'm saying? So my yeah. thoughts was, Kentucky just got beat. Wisconsin played a great game. Kaminsky is an NBA talent. I would take him with a lottery pick, a late lottery pick, but I would definitely take him. Decker, I think he he a good uh, role player on a good team. And uh, just congratulations to Wisconsin for beating Kentucky. So,
0: all right,
4: cool. So, National Championship, uh, we, we know the results. Everybody listening, at, as of right now, they should know what happened in that game. Um, Duke ended up uh, winning that game uh, by five, I believe, 68-63. Um, but I think the story was, it, it, that was a great game. And for me, it felt it finally felt good to actually just sit and watch a game and not, ha, not feeling compelled to root for either team. You know, I really, really, really was neutral uh, watching that, and it really felt good. Um, but I think what was interesting in that game was Bo Ryan after the game, and uh, and and he was hot, man, um, because he felt as if the referees affected the game in a way that caused them to kind of falter down the stretch. Obviously, they folded, and and Tyus Jones was simply amazing and uh and 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 Allen and I would contribute them losing more to the weight that they played than the officials but I do believe that Bo Ryan has a point and for me personally I'm glad that he expressed it. I think coaches need to do that more. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that it could cause complications with you um when it comes to how officials uh may call a game for you or you know, just just politically. But, you know, I think sometimes they let the media call them out or they we oftentimes let them off the hook or and it's just us nobody's going to listen to us right? Um, right but i think what it what, what really affected him was and i read you one of the comments he said it was just a situation where you just have to be able to handle all the hands and the checking all the body contact there was more body contact in this game than any game we played all year and i feel sorry for the guys and then he decided to give you know duke their credit which I think he should have done that more because Ty Jones was, was simply outstanding. But to his point, there were two fouls called against Wisconsin in the first half, and there were 13 called against Wisconsin in the second half. Now, that's a bit discrepancy. And you look at the final numbers, it was 20 free throw attempts to 10. You know, and I think in the – so I, if you look at what happened and you watch the game, you can kind of see Wisconsin – from my perspective Wisconsin didn't get away with some of the calls that they got away, to get, got away with in, against Kentucky but at the same time they allowed some of those same calls uh in the first half so I could kind of see where he was coming from so what do you guys think about his comments when when you heard them like what are you, what are your thoughts what what were you thinking when you saw that
2: I'm like you man like and, I, I think it's great it's great that uh, coaches, you know, show some emotion, show some frustration about the officiating. You know, sometimes I know they're afraid of the fines and they're afraid of, you know, what people are going to say. But, yeah, just like you, Ken, I'm I'm glad that he stepped up and and, you know, and voiced his frustration, you know what I'm saying, with the officiating mm-hmm. because I'm pretty sure we're not the only ones that, that, that see that and we're not the only ones that's frustrated with that. So I think kudos to him for stepping up and saying that. I love it. Cause it was bad. The fishing was bad. I mean, I I, I, like I said before, it was very tough. Par. I was very disappointed in how the fishing was going through that through this game. So I mean, through the whole tournament at least.
4: Yeah, and then you had the NCAA come out and say that you know Duke should have. I mean, Wisconsin should have been awarded the ball on a turnover that we all saw. didn't even worse, man. Like. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> again, Wisconsin got that call against Kentucky. So, it, it kind of reminded me of Detroit, the Detroit-Dallas game. Wait, wait yeah, that's right. Detroit-Dallas, Yeah, Detroit-Dallas, right?
2: Dallas, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Go and back, and, and what like, happened oh, to them? They got it right.
4: Damn. Yeah, but, 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 again, you know, I, I want to be clear that, you know, while I agree with him, I don't think it affected – the end of this game because they were only up. They were up nine with thirteen minutes left to go. So yeah. you know, and 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 look, Tyus Jones just hit shot after shot after shot, and there he was, was nothing to do man. about what? it.
0: Yeah,
5: you know Boy, what? You know, the other? I ever. think. uh I think the. uh I think you know, I'm giving credit where credit is due, because in terms of the down the stretch play, the two people, and I love Ty Jones. I like his game uh Okafor was pretty much a non-factor the entire game. But the two people who are responsible, in my opinion, for even letting Ty Jones get in that position to make those shots was mm-hmm. Emil Jefferson, I believe. I think that's his name. And yeah. the Allen, Allen kid. Uh, yo, that kid Allen came in off the bench and didn't care. Come on, the
2: dude with leapers. Come on, the guy with leapers. Yeah. They got the brings do he, yeah. he,
5: Dude, he got, he got yo, <laughs> He came in the game, and I think he had 13 of his points in the second half off the bench. And that was when they were down, I think they were down 10. And they came in, and he cut it to a one-point lead. Jefferson, he held, uh, what's his name, Kaminsky, who was, he was like, eating Okafor's lunch. He was killing Okafor on both ends of yeah, the floor. And
0: he then, was. then
5: Jefferson, Jefferson came in, and he got three blocks and seven rebounds on Kaminsky. Those are the two unsung heroes. Without those people, Duke doesn't win this game. Like Ties doesn't get to do his thing. Okafor doesn't make those two uh, clutch shots at the end. And I think we need to start giving more credit to uh, Jefferson and Allen because those kids really came in and held it down for them. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the
4: the Allen kid, man. in, In the first half, half I saw it, and I forgot what he did, but. I saw the athleticism. Like he was, he was real smooth with it. Um, whatever it was, it was something where I think I don't know if he laid it up or something. But I was like, oh, I like this guy. Uh, you know, it was just something about him. And then he just came in. He hit the three, the open three, and then and he just went to work afterwards. Man, he was fearless, and and Wisconsin mm-hmm. couldn't do anything about it. And um and, and Tyus just closed it out. Um, I, I do think that Wisconsin kind of got, they, they got away from from what was working. And then I think at times they also tried to force that fifth foul on Okafor. And I think, look, Christian Leitner said it, dude's going to get all the calls. Down the stretch, They the guys, look, Okafor and Winslow were fouling. But, you know, down the stretch, they're not going to give them any ticky-tap fouls like that. So I think they should have stayed a little bit more focused on the offense. But um, I, I think at that point it was a little bit too late. Um, but I want to go back to what, what Q said. And this was actually um, – I actually had this down here. Um, <laughs> so so let's talk about Okafor, man. Um, after he got worked by Kaminsky, uh, you, you guys still like him as, as the number one, number two pick? Uh,
5: no. I
2: never, he's, he's top.
5: He's top. He's top, He's top ten, though. But yeah, not not. He still. He still. He still gonna be top three. But here's the way I feel about your little Okafor, and I mean, no disrespect to the kid. You know what I'm saying? We both the same age or whatever. But um, I the way I feel about your little Okafor is the way I feel about. Let me think of a player in the league right now. I feel about him the way I feel about um what's his name um. Greg Monroe. I, I think that he he's going to be like that in the league. I think he's going to be really good, but he's not going to be this transcendent player that, you know, the mock draft. Like you build
2: around. Like, he's not going to be someone you yeah, build around.
5: I don't think he's going to be yeah. someone that you build around. I think Greg Monroe is a good piece on a team that is trying to get better, and I think he could be the future starting out for a team. But after seeing him get worked on both ends of the floor, him being virtually, you know, not rendered, you know, useless, but he was kind of useless, man. And that's not to take away from anything that he's done this entire season. But when I look at Towns, uh, I want to to, uh, quote uh, Skip Bayless. Uh, He said uh, that Roy, I forget, Dean Smith is the only person who could stop Michael Jordan from being Michael Jordan the way I feel about John Calipari. John Calipari is the reason why Kentucky is not in the championship game because he didn't feed Towns. You saw what happened in the, in the Notre Dame game. Notre he, called Dame. Yeah. he called on Towns and Towns delivered. He was perfect from the free throw, 83% from the free throw line on the year. He, he was 7 of 8 in the post against a good Jack like August who was performing his ass off. So it's like, I think that Okafor is sitting at number two, number three right now, and I could make a case that Justice Winslow is a better prospect. But this—I don't mean to sound any like disrespectful—but Okafor, man, he fell. He fell because he just looked like a guy who has a really high floor, but his ceiling doesn't look as high as Towns or, or Winslow, or maybe even a, a Moody or, or Russell. But you know, I still take him if I was like the Timberwolves or, the, or, the, or like the Knicks. The Knicks need anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they should.
0: Sure, you ain't oh, never lying. They need all they the help in the world. Need,
2: they need all the help in the damn world. Phil Jackson can't even make that team the winner.
0: <laughs> so, what
4: do you think of Okafor after after watching Kaminsky uh, basically work him? <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, at,
2: at the end of the day, you know, he is he's a freshman. You know, what I mean, he's a freshman in college. Certain guys, you know, yeah, he had he had the hype going in. You know, he was he was. I'm pretty sure he was good in high, great in high school. You know, sometimes I—I I, this is the reason why I think some of these guys should also come back for another year. Like, can you imagine if if Okafer come back another year and be like, you know what, we're about to just run shots through the college basketball, you know, next year, my sophomore year, and then I can leave. Like, I think another year under his belt, you know, maybe two, which I know that's not going to happen. But sometimes, you know, you, just, you I think when you're young, sometimes your IQ is still not there yet. And I think, you know, with a great coach like, you know, mm-hmm. Coach K, you can develop that great that great uh basketball IQ as well as develop your skills. So I, I think a lot of these guys sometimes they just really need to say I understand I understand money, you know, if you like hey you going in top five, you know, you draft four million
0: you get this of money. yeah,
2: you know, for me, You know, it is like that that money money won't talk. Money will say a lot of sexy things to you. <laughs> so I can understand that from the aspect, but you know, I'm just looking at it as from a basketball skill and a basketball, you know, person that watches basketball. Like, if if can just stay, you know, one more year, two years, man, develop that IQ, get the IQ better, because that, I think that's another reason why Kaminsky was able to do work. Because of, I think he, not only, not because he was just like, you know, athletically better or anything like that, he had good basketball IQ. He knew he knew his spots. He knew how to guard. He knew what to do. You know, it just, that's why he was making Okenberg just look like, you know, crap because I think it, a lot of it had to do with IQ sometimes, you know, so you know, I just think that's what happens when, when Okaford go up against someone of his same size with with probably a better uh, basketball IQ because you're going to get worked. <laughs> I mean, that's just what's going to happen. So, if he goes to the NBA, he really needs to work on that. He needs to work on, you know, still work on his foot some work because he has some good post-game it's, just, it's always stuff you can improve. But like Q said, and I agree, like, he is not like a guy you'd be like, okay, I'm drafting you. We're going to build our team around you. Like, no, you, you I don't think he's that guy. He, he's not that guy. He wasn't like Jabari Parker coming out. Like, Jabari Parker was that type of player where he had a good all-around game where you can try to build your guy around him, but Oakenford is not the same way. I was, and I was watching this new game. I said, man, can you imagine if, if Jabari Parker would stay one more year? <laughs> exactly.
5: That's what I was thinking. You know, saying?
2: like, can you imagine Parker and Oakenford? Now, nah, granted, Parker ended up uh, tearing his ACL, mm-hmm. so – if he have did it his second year in college, you know, you gonna know, tell him. But still, just thinking about that, like, think about a lot of these college squads, how they squads would have looked if a lot of these freshmen would have stayed, and you know, yeah. the upcoming next players stay. Like, I used to think about Texas, like when when uh, Kevin Durant, DJ Augustine, and LaMarcus Aldridge pretty much all mm-hmm. play like a year after year after year. Can you imagine those guys would have stayed like that one more year, and they'd all be on the same all squad dynasty. together? Man, like it would have been a crazy dynasty. And what But you know what though? Uh-huh.
5: Kentucky would have been the greatest team of all time ever. Because yeah, you would have had Nerlens Noel, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. <laughs> you would you would have and, had DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, yep. I mean, but you know, DeMar- but they all play
0: the same position. You know, power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of
5: course. But you, but your five yeah. would have been Nerlens, Anthony. Um. Who else from Kentucky? You would have had Bledsoe still playing. He would have been a senior. When Anthony yep. was a freshman. Like it's their crazy, their B man. team their B team is dominant and, in the NBA right now. And it's
2: that's that's team. what makes that, that's what made that Jabari Parker Oakford situation kinda of, because they both play different positions. It's not like they're both power forwards or they're both small forwards. Like one can be the center, the other dude can come out and be the small forward or power forward. Man, dude that would have mm. been a nasty squad, man. Both so, from
0: Chicago yeah, ogleford
2: Yeah, Okenford just uh he just gotta get that IQ up for me, because, I mean I think skill set that's gonna get better but you got to have that good basketball IQ, man. That shit makes it makes a whole it makes everything much easier, man. Just ask San Antonio.
4: You know what the what what I saw was that bank shot, that Tim Duncan-esque bank shot he hit against uh Michigan State. And I was like, "Oh, wow. I I didn't know he could do that." And I was like, "Oh, okay. This 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 guy, this guy got he kind of made me rethink um <laughs> me picking towns. The week before, and then last night happened. Um, and, and the only thing that I kept thinking about was Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> he, like you're gonna have to see Demarcus Cousins in the NBA. Yeah. You know, uh, you're gonna have to see like some hot. You you'll see better players than Kaminsky in the NBA. Um, probably not on a night-to-night basis because the five. is is not as strong as it used to be. But if you struggle, and this is no disrespect to Kaminsky, but nobody's talking about him as a top-ten pick. So if you're struggling against him, you know, and and maybe it could be IQB, you're you're right, it could be, and that could definitely improve him as he moves along. But, man, how how are you going to handle, you know, the the, the NBA centers that do it night in and night out? They're going to give you problems. You 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 play absolutely. You play defense with your hands, and he kept reaching, mm-hmm. kept reaching for the ball, and and that was his problem. He wasn't smart enough. Like on the fourth foul that he picked up, he he got you beat, man. They need yep. they Let it go, go down the yep. court and and do what you do. And then he couldn't That's even really I do keep, much with commission
5: on the offensive yep. end. That's what IQ comes in at. I right think he's still learning. You know, yeah. like I, I think about. Like, he's going to, like, all right, best case scenario, he's going to be a Nick. All right? So, you're going to have to see Vucevic, no- Ner- Ner- Nerlens Noel, Joella Embiid. You're going to have to see Gortat and they You're going to have to see Valachunas in Toronto. But you better pray that you don't go to the Timberwolves, because then you're going to have to see Gasol, Cousins,
0: yeah.
5: Aldridge. Lopez, Man. it's, it's, it's going to be murder. Like, I, I don't know. Like, Okafor, I, he's, his like, the only way he's a star is if he has, like, this Tim Duncan kind of deal. When Tim Duncan was at his college, I think it was Wake Forest, no one saw this. No one saw him being, nope. you know, the guy that nope. he was. He had, good, he, he had good footwork, but he looked like he was going to be a solid player at best. So, unless he follows, like, The Tim Duncan route where he he just works to the point where he can get better and better and better each year, I think he's going to need a mentor. And the best situation for him is to fall in the draft and go to a team, which is not going to happen, that has a mentor because, like, Duncan had D-Rob, and D-Rob taught him how to play chip on his shoulder, taught him how to, you know, bang in, in the paint. And Okafor, in my opinion, he's a defensive liability. He doesn't make enough free throws. And the only thing he has going for him right now is, apparently they say he has a good IQ, so I'll give him that. He has IQ, and he has good footwork. But you need to work on defense and shooting your free throws. And he needs to step away from, front, from the basket uh, occasionally because he, he can't just be a one-passing player. You need, like, Gasol can hit like an 18-footer, you know. Even Noel can start to average... I think he's averaging like three 15-footers a game now. He came into the NBA with no shot. So he has to work on his game, but I think he's he's going to be okay. I still think he's going to be a lottery pick, top three easily. But he has to work on his defense and shooting free throws because Towns hit 83%. Okafor is like it 52. It's not even close. Yep,
2: yep. Got to work on that. So
5: He's going to get to the line. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, he
4: is. He, I mean, they're going to treat him like uh, DeAndre Jordan, you know. And and you know, uh, free throws is another thing. I want to ask you guys about two more two more um, players in college that that we saw in this tournament. Um, you know, in the Final Four, actually, uh, Frank Kaminsky. Um, what do you guys think about him? And and do you think he's a lottery pick or uh, more of a mid round to, to late round pick? Mm Because think about this for a second. He went up against the top two picks in the draft that Mm -hmm. that people are saying will go one and two. And he put up respectable numbers, oftentimes uh, pretty much dominated them in stretches um, in, in their matchup. So what do you guys think about Kaminsky and where do you project he will go? And what about his NBA career?
5: You want to go first, B? Oh, you go ahead. I have my first last time. I'm the I'm the draft warrior. You know, this is what I live for. Every every <laughs> uh, the past the past three years has been draft draft draft. So of course, I'm looking at every prospect possible. So Frank Kaminsky, I project him to be somewhere number eleven, twelve, and you know. on. Uh, I think. I think if he goes to the correct system, a team that plays, you know, either pick and roll, a team that plays team basketball, like a Spurs uh, type of deal, I think he could definitely be a great player in the NBA. I'm talking like a supreme contributor to a team. Like, how many bigs do you know can have post moves with the footwork. Like, let's not even lie to ourselves. Frank Kaminsky has just as good footwork as Okafor does. And if you watch the film, oh, then you yeah. know that's Heck not yeah. an outrageous statement. He worked Okafor so many times where he would just do this this little gather step, and then he would yep. go right to the basket, right to the basket. He would he would take two steps and just his it bucket every time. Okafor cannot stop him. So I think teams that should be looking at him, if you're a Jags fan, you should want him if you don't get, you know, a top five pick, even though I'm pretty sure you probably will. Uh the Sixers will have the eleventh pick. I would not be uh I would not be angry about that at all. Because how many bigs do you know can post up and then take you away from the basket, neutralize your big man, and then contribute from from beyond the arc three pointers. How many guys do you know? Only only big men I seen ever do that for real consistently was probably Hakeem. That's it. That's the only big man I know who would occasionally step away and make some mid-range three points. So, Kaminsky, I think he has great talent. I think he has to go to the right team. He's not a a piece to build around, but he's one of those pieces that Popovich would just pull out and everyone's like, where did this guy come from? And he would just be, like, the finals MVP. He's he's that kind of guy for Popovich. He has to go to the correct system. I think he will project 11 and lower, but he's definitely not going to drop passes.
2: Fourteen. Yeah, I was. I would say, like, he's anywhere between that 12th through 14th pick. Um, I look at him almost like a kind of like a broke man's Pau Gasol, almost, I guess. You coming out, coming out, you know, as a rookie or whatever. I mean, he, of course, there's always room for improvement, but I can see him being, like you said, not that guy you built around but that guy that can be an intricate part piece to your team and to win the championship, he can be that guy that can – that can he can be your third guy. I, I think he can come in, in, in his rookie year being like that third guy on your squad. Well, you know, depend, depending on what system, you know, what team he gets drafted by, what system that, that works for him. But because Kaminsky, to me, I, from what I've seen just as a senior, he got the IQ already. And like, and like you said, Q2, and I agree as well. He has the footwork for, you know, for a big guy. Like I said, it's gonna to be tough him going up against some of the you know, the 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 DeAndre Jordans and Dwight Howards or whatever, but Kamichi can bang with him and he can he can stretch out those big fellas and he can shoot the jumper, which is which is to me you wouldn't have to battle if you can knock down a jump shot, especially being seven foot over seven foot tall, you can knock down a three. Even though three point line the NBA three is you got you got three three feet back, but you know, he can work on that. But yeah, I look at him as like a broke man's power fall because power fall, yeah, he's not the most athletic guy, but you know what, Power has great basketball IQ skills,
0: and work. that
2: can always help out. And I see Comiskey being that same type of type of Power forward. You know, like right now, I, I you know I see him being that. He can come off the bench right now, but then I, I can definitely see within the next you know three seasons, three, two, three, four seasons into his, his professional career, he can end up being a starter in this league and he can contribute. So, yeah, but I you know, just like you, yeah, like around the twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You know, maybe fifteen depends on how stupid some of these GMs are. He, I can see him dropping to fifteen, but because they'd be afraid of him not being athletic enough or quick enough or whatever. So, you know, I think but
5: he's, I, I th- he's a great pick. If you were like, yeah. think about like like Detroit because I know Detroit wants to get rid of Monroe or uh, Drummond for for some good picks. Oh, you know, Drummond, all Drummond's it.
2: not going nowhere. I think right now they going to kind of stick with Drummond. But Monroe, okay. I think Van Gundy got a decision to make. He's gonna have to either think about either he's gonna keep Reggie Jackson or, or, or Greg Monroe. So, yeah,
5: uh, I don't, I don't know. The Drummond, would,
2: Drummond is kind of like off limits now at this point. Like right now, he's like untouchable. Like
5: everyone, double touching double machine, with. man. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He, he's untouchable at this point. He's 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 like our he's our Calvin Johnson for basketball right now. Like he's untouchable.
0: Really? <laughs>
4: You know what? What what I noticed about Kaminsky is, is um, his game, because he can hit that outside shot, is ready for this new NBA, and I think that that adds a lot of value to him. And um, and the fact that he was able to do what he did against the the two top two picks in the draft, um, based on projections right now, I, I think speaks volumes. And he didn't shy away; he's extremely competitive. And, and people are like that, so I, I you know, I, I agree. I think he he, sh- he showed a lot to me, and I think he, because uh, every time I I, I doubted him, um, he he got the best of of the two guys that everybody's, you know, raving about. So um and and you know yeah, truth be told, they're young, and um his experience came came into play, but um but he he you got to give him, give him credit for that. Um the the last guy, and then we'll, we'll kind of move on. Um, who I think is is my favorite player coming out of the NBA is Justice Justice Winslow, and um, uh-huh. and, and I I think I would I would take him. Man, uh, if I didn't need a center, I, he he would be my number one pick. I really, really like this kid. He does so much on the floor, man. Um, he, he gets steals, he blocks shots. He's not the best shooter, but I think that'll come with time. Um, not the best mm-hmm. free throw shooter again, I think that's something that he'll improve on, but uh, there's something about him that I like, and he seems to have uh the smarts, and I think his raw talent is, is just is just waiting to be to be um be nurtured and cultivating and and, and, mm-hmm. and basically nourishing into, into something. I really like this guy man and um uh, and I've just been watching him, nobody talks about him, but I think he's really the unsung hero on this team. So, you know, what did you what do you guys think about him? What I mean, top five, you know, three,
5: five, oh, top four, pick, top top four, top, top five, four. easily. Uh, uh, he uh, projects to me because you know, once again, I'm a draft warrior every time. So, just as <laughs> low, uh, he, he to me he is Andre Iguodala adjacent because he's not very good at you know one thing, but he's he's damn good at everything. You know what I'm saying? He's not perfect at shooting. He's he's, he's not, like, an above-average defender. but Actually, he is. I'm sorry. He's not, like, you know, an excellent defender. But he does everything very well. He does everything very well. And if you are a team like Chicago, you compare him to a Jimmy Butler. You compare him to an Dollar, You compare him to a Kawhi Leonard. And you could nurture his talent and his body type which is very, you know, very rare for a kid his age because I can see him posting up. I can see him, you know, being kind of like a hybrid of what D. Wade is now, trying to, like, perfect that floater. I could see that being his shot in the NBA. And if you're a team like, you know, anyone in the lottery, if you don't – outside of, you know, the Knicks, the Timberwolves, the Sixers, and the Lakers, you need a guy like you – on his team, I'm sorry. You need a guy like him on your team because what he can do for you is he can lock a, a guy down. He can make good shots. He 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 doesn't take stupid shots. I looked at his percentage. I think he shot about uh, 64% from the field. That's pretty good for his position. And the thing about Duke Duke's system is he didn't overuse Justice, so Justice didn't get his full time to shine the same way that Kentucky does. You know, very it's a platoon system uh, for Kentucky. But even at Duke, they don't give all their players a shine unless you're the centerpiece, left, like a Christian Leitner obviously, or an Okafor. So I think Justice Winslow, at this point in time, is looking to be a top-five pick. And However it shakes out, whichever team does not need a point guard or a center is the team he's going to. So you can book him going in top five somewhere. Yeah, who, who, who
0: you about think you, might you?
5: Top... I
2: was okay, about ahead. to ask. Who, who, who do you think might end up getting that top-five pick?
0: Oh, I mean, you know, the end
2: up falling in that top five. I mean, you know, uh, I'm going to right tell you right now.
5: I'm going to tell you right now. The Sixers had the potential to get picks number three, six, 11, and 18. So do not let us get that six pick because it's going to be either him or Stanley Johnson. And 11, he'll take Kaminsky. I know uh, – do that. Yeah, so this is like, we would definitely take Justice Winslow with the sixth pick easily. Uh, But if we don't get him, the the Lakers could use him, Uh, the Jazz could use him, and another team, um, who else is pretty bad? Sacramento could use him. Yeah,
2: Jazz can definitely use him and I think the reason why they can use him is because, you know, good thing about getting into the NBA is I can see this Winslow guy guarding anywhere from two to possibly four, what is he? Six, seven, six, six, mm-hmm. two, about two, two twenty, yeah, two thirty. Yeah. yeah, I can, I can see him. I can see him guarding definitely positions one through three, the point through small yeah. four, which is that's key. That's always key in the NBA. Uh, you know, especially when you're a wing guy, a uh, you know, a perimeter guy. You if you can if you can defend the perimeter as well as defend the post and defend the guys out in the three point line. You I think have a ten year career. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Like you, you already you, you stepped for eleven years just off just off your defensive IQ alone. Look at Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza. Yeah, exactly. Is, Look how he's
6: exactly that guy.
2: like he's. Yep, exactly. He's that. That's why he's last so long because Trevor Ariza can guard multiple positions, and he's very good. He's a very good on-ball defender, which in the NBA more so you have to man up more. You know, you going to you gonna have to play a little bit more man-on-man, mm-hmm. deep, you know, man-to-man defense. Of opposing in college, you know, we kind of had his zone, But I think this dude can blossom, can be blossom into a real good player, a real good. He can, you know, offense. You can always improve an offense, but that key factor, like you said, Cuban, that's gonna last him long in the NBA is defense. I can definitely see this guy being a great perimeter defender. I mean, just a, a, a all, all around defender. That's always good. You got a guard, guard slash forward that can guard different positions because. It it just makes it better for coaching. It makes it better for strategy. So yeah, of course, this guy is definitely you know top top three, top four picks easily. Man, you'd be stupid to pass up on this dude. Cause like I said, you can always nurture offense. I mean, hell, look at um dude that we drafted, KCP. You know, he came in, you know, all right. But his his offensive style is starting to get better, and his defense has always been there. So all I think Sanvengon, you gotta do is just keep nurturing his offense to get better. He's a, he's a better shooter. He can slash to the bucket better. So I think the same guy was the same way with this dude. He can come in and be a, and be immediate impact for a team. I would love for
5: Detroit to get him. I I would love for that to happen Man. because that would that that would make a great defensive core of players yep. and I think I think yep. KCP and him would definitely is very good. Him the yep. Jazz and most likely the Magic. I think him and Oladipo could be a fantastic. Player.
2: Yes, can be fantastic too. Man. Oh, that's a good point for him to go to Orlando. That would be that would be a great game for the core. I don't think Pistons I don't think he's going to drop that low cuz with Pistons we might end up being like maybe like a a 10th 11th pick or something like that. Maybe <laughs> probably I would not be surprised. He might be outside that 10th spot. He's not going to fall down to 10. Hell no! If he falls, unless we trade, unless we like trade with somebody, but no, I don't see him fall into the business. That I would be, I would, I would be like, what?
5: The <laughs> greatest draft steal in the last five years.
2: Yeah, we, we'll see. We'll stand back. Gunny. He got his first year under his belt, so we're gonna see what he's gonna do with his first, you know, off season, like his special off season after season. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I, I really like the kid, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm really anxious to see what he does at the next level. So, uh, Justice Winslow, I, 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 you know, him, I'm watching him and, and Kaminsky, man. I got my eye on both of them, but uh, I, I like Justice, man. I, I like him a lot, man, and I think he may, he had, he has the potential to to be the one, you know, probably the top player in this draft, but we'll we'll see. Um, before we move on to uh, to to baseball and then some basketball, let, let, let's see if we can uh, take some calls, man. We've got some people that's been hanging. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, 24252, two. Uh, you're on air. You sure
2: hey. you got them on air, Ken?
4: Yeah, I do, <laughs> but maybe they're just listening. All right, you know All right so... You, you, <laughs> yeah, man.
2: Nah. Where the
4: hell are people at? I have no idea, but I'm going to put them back on mute, though. Uh, let's see. Um, well, hey, 516, you're on, you're on air with uh, Dead End Sports. What's your name? Where are you calling
1: from? Hey, this is Randy. I'm from Long Island. What's going on, Randy?
4: Hey, Yo, what's, hey up, what's up, you? Randy?
1: What's up, guys? What's going on? What's
4: up? Chilling, man. I'm
1: not what's good. Ooh. Uh chilling I'm chilling man, just just trying to um, enjoy my spring break.
2: Oh that's what's up man, what you got what How you got? It? What
1: you got for us? Uh I've been I've been like hearing you guys be talking about like with Justice Winslow and like car uh-huh. and town or something like that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think well, yeah, cause I think that Justice Winslow I can see him like probably like a like a top ten pick. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, this kid is this kid is like on is really really special because this kid can defend both ends on the floor because I can see he's kind of remind me like of like a Grant Hill something like that. Hmm, that's an interesting comparison. That's yeah, that is an interesting comparison. Yeah. I
4: I to I wanna pick I'm... that one, but uh, I could pro- I don't know if I can see that just yet.
0: I think on the it, it on, on, a, on
2: the deep on the defensive side I definitely can see it. I can see I can see why he would say that. I don't know about yeah. offensively though. Know, Grant Hill is a beast offensively. Right. Right. I can right. see I see right. why he'd say that on the defensive end. I can see
1: that. that yeah, definitely. But I think that like with just Winslow, if he goes like into the right the right team, boy mm-hmm. this kid, cause he could be like a I think like a, like a third option he could be like a third option or maybe like a second option or second option player. Okay, I can you know that.
2: Hey, if you if you're in the top ten pick, you got to be some sort of a, a slightly immediate impact to your team. I, I would I would assume if you if you if you pick that high in the draft. So yeah, you have well, a point.
4: Well, yeah, and I think um, it it you know and I, I look. It depends on the system, um, mm-hmm. of course, and what what they'll need for him to do. Um I've seen people compare him to Kawhi Leonard. Um oh, yeah, and yeah. yeah, so, you know, I I think it all remains to be seen, but I think, you know, what 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 Q said earlier uh just really kind of stands out to me is that he can he can do um he can do a little bit of everything. Like he's not great at one thing, but he can do everything like everything good. You know what I'm saying? And I think just over time you know he he can hopefully improve and be that transition that 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 guy that teams can rely on like Kawhi Leonard is turning into as we see right now, but um, mm-hmm. but I think definitely the raw talent is there and um, Grant Grant Hill is interesting. I think when you said that I was thinking offense. I wasn't thinking about defense. So right, um, I think you know be wrapping yeah. some clarity around that was what made a lot of sense.
1: I thought, cause for me, when I compared him to Grant Hill, I see him more like like on the defense side. I'll see him right. there on on the offense. He still has to work, like he still has to work on like 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 his like his shoot like his shoot like his shots. But but in time, I get him. In time, he could be really, like really, really good with like with the mid range shot, and more and more like on his three on his three point shooting. I, I mean, he, he shot over forty for three. I, I like Jimmy Butler, though. I, I think, that's I think
4: I he's
5: want. Jimmy Butler. I really think he's Jimmy Butler because if you look at what Jimmy Butler does, Jimmy Butler is the Swiss Army knife for Chicago. What Tom Capito needs him to do, hey, yo, Jimmy, go out there and lock him down. Yo, Jimmy, we we need a three. Jimmy, we need you to get to the bucket. He does everything very well. He's not an elite scorer. He's not an elite, like, uh, lockdown defender. But he has the capabilities at every single moment to do anything that his coach needs him to do. So Justice mm-hmm. I think he I think he projects to be a guy on a team that you know Justice we we need you to lock him down. Justice We we need we need a bucket. We need you to come up big. I think he projects to be like a him or a Kawhi or equal dollar.
4: Oh, well okay. no, I think the other thing is you'll you'll look up and then he'll have fourteen, fifteen points and you don't yeah. really know where it came from. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
5: Matter of fact, no no no. His his comparative forget everything I said, he's Wes Matthews. That's what he is. Mm. I think I think That's he's it. Wes Matthews. I think he's Wes Matthews because I, I I really don't think we've even seen half of his potential. I think that he has a potential three point shot that we haven't even really seen yet. a shot forty percent from three. Wet
2: I was Matthews. just about to say that. I was about
5: to say Matthews, I think, is a better shooter, a pure shooter than here. But that's all I was getting ready yeah. to say that. But, you, yeah, uh-huh. you peaked it. He, he led uh, – Matthews led the league in most threes made. I think, I think uh, Justice has the most threes made on Duke this season, and that's only in a limited role behind the arc. They had to put him in, in the paint uh, coming into the tournament because I think uh, they knew they were going to have some defensive liabilities or whatever. And then mm-hmm. he ended up locking people down. So I think his comparative is a slightly less better shooter than Wes Matthews. And that's and and, and, and that's great because Wes Matthews is like the third best player on his team. So Yep. Yep.
4: All right, cool, man. You got it you have anything else for us, uh
1: Randy? Yeah, like with me, like for me for me, me being a Knicks fan is so so god awful. Like it was if I if we get to like the number one pick, I would definitely take Carl Anthony Towns over Jaleel Okafor, because because Carl Anthony Towns is is a better like you guys said a, a better free throw shooter, and that's something that we need when when it comes to like in the fourth quarter because when I was watching Jaleel Okafor like um like going against um Wisconsin, he you you can't just get can not keep getting shot down by by frank kolinsky like if you if, if you're gonna be that guy to be reliable when it really counts in the fourth quarter and you're getting fou- in foul trouble how are you gonna pro- i don't know how he will project and being in the in how he will do well like in, in the NBA when when all guys all guys centers are gonna body you and keep trying to follow you out.
4: Unfortunately, Randy, uh, you're a Knicks fan, and we all know that they're going to take him. So you're just going to have to live with the results, man. <laughs> I know.
0: But I, but I think, he's going to be
4: all right, He's going to be all right. Though, he, be all right. I, I think he he's young. He, he has he has he has a lot to learn, and I think, uh, you know, the, the guys in the NBA they're professionals. I think he's if he's open to learning, um, I, I think he'll be all right. Oh,
1: so I mean. Because as, as long as he needs to develop his free throws and, and for his free his free throws and, and focus more on his defense and defending the, defend the 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 paint. He could he he can do well but the Knicks need all the have my Knicks need all the help. I'm just really just making so depressed not even watching watching ball.
5: Yeah, y'all need the well, top
1: two. You know five, what? Man. Yeah, yeah,
4: and and, and Randy, it, it, it's almost oh. over, man. So um, you got about two weeks left of of misery, and then yes. uh, and then you know you just uh, you know see what happens in the off season. So uh, appreciate the call, man. We gotta um, jump to a couple more topics and pick up a few more, few more calls, man. So I uh, appreciate you uh, no. calling in and checking out the show.
1: No problem, guys. Peace.
4: All right. Good luck with those Knicks. Peace. All right, ladies.
1: oh we need all the help.
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right uh okay, guys so uh real quick let's let's jump to this, and then we'll we'll take another call um major league baseball opened yesterday uh you know, and um, you know baseball has its moments mainly when it comes to the world series um they they struggle with um you know of course uh, the games being been extremely long. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, but nevertheless, uh, it, it, it opened yesterday, and to a lot of fanfare. I think Hanley Ramirez hit two home runs, including the Grand Slam. Dustin Pedroia hit two home runs uh, in the same game um, as well. But I think one of the stories of the day was Alex Rodriguez making his return yesterday. And from the reports that i read, and I didn't get a chance to hear it, um, I watched the stream of the game, uh, but I didn't get a chance to actually hear um much of how they received him, but based on what I've seen, he got a pretty warm, warm reception, man. So, um, you know, based on that story, I mean, were you guys surprised to hear them accept him with, I guess, open arms? I mean, did that kind of shock you considering everything that he's been through? Of
0: course not. It's New York. It's New really? York
5: City. They, nah, <laughs> of course not. It's New York City, man. They forgive. Everything if you've given them championships, they forgive everything. Uh, unless you know you, you've done something so heinous, like you know, you pulled an Aaron Hernandez or you know, some wild like that, they'll then they'll forgive you. I mean, uh, A Rod, what he did, you know, the whole PEDs and whatnot, uh. That's that's old news to them. I, I have a bunch of friends who are Yankee fans and they're like, you know what, it doesn't matter matter, we he, he gave us hardware, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that's the mentality that they have. They have if you're giving us rings, then everything is forgiven. If you're giving us championships, everything is for, is forgiven. So it's like I'm surprised that I'm s I'm surprised that it was as loud as it was, you know, like the whole stadium got up. But I wasn't surprised that people cheer for him. I just, I didn't know it was going to be as thunderous as as it was. And, you know, A-Rod is almost washed anyway. So it's not like it was like, a oh, we're about to come and win the championship because both the Phillies and the Yankees are terrible. Too many bad contracts. So it's like this is this is kind of like what they did with Jeter, except to a lesser degree. You know, just giving them the cheers while he can – giving him the flowers while he can get to smile, basically. So shout out to a- A-Rod, you know. Uh, sh- shout out to Blue. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs>
4: what, what about you, B?
2: Well I think about a Rod's return? Well, I mean, yeah, well, not, like, not like the
4: return, you, but just the, just the You know what you said, got, yeah, like
2: you
0: yeah,
2: cheers. I mean, yeah, it's, it's New York. I mean, of course they're gonna give him. You know, they held. They missed him for a whole entire season. I mean, it's not like he was really being like a super Barry Bonds type asshole towards like. The media and the city, so it was like, yeah, and like, and like you said, he won a championship with them. They they got a championship out of them, a World Series championship out of them. So you know, all was forgiven. Yeah, come back. Hopefully they can, because I, I think the Yankees was kind of, did they even make the playoffs last year? I mean, I don't no. know. I don't think the Yankees ah. was not was pretty. Yeah, it no, was pretty much like non-relevant last last year. So of course. Yankee's like, hey, we got A-Rod back. We can probably do something. And I, it's going to be interesting to see if they're going to use him as a designated hitter more so because he's not playing third base no more. He's playing first base. And usually mm-hmm. once you play first base, you know, just like you said, you're starting to be washed up athletically. Like, once you play first base and be a, D- a DH, they, they're pretty much saying, uh, you can't really do much out there athletically no more, buddy. So, you know,
5: the first The you get base, to home, the more you right. like realize <laughs> exactly. that you're about almost out the door. <laughs> See third base, you gotta kind of you
2: gotta kind of still be a little bit you know you know lateral quick a little bit. But first base, you really don't have to do much because you got that yeah, shortstop step. that's helping you, and you got that and you got that second base that's helping. You. So you know, once they put you on that first base and DH, it's like okay, buddy, you you're getting kind kind of the end of your career. Me personally, I was really more impressed with Sonny Gray from Oakland A's pitching. He uh, pitched eight innings, only gave up one hit. And uh, only one one base on balls, and, he, and he, it was a shutout. So I was like, anytime when I see pitchers throwing shutouts and pitching for more than seven innings, I'm impressed with that. So, but yeah, A Rod, that A Rod situation, man, I was just like, uh, you know, it's 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 nothing like shocking. It didn't it didn't make me side eye when I saw that he got the warm reception. It's New York, all is well. Yeah, everyone deserves a second chance, especially if you get if you get a championship in the city of New York. If Eli had two horrible seasons. And he come back and get a Super Bowl in the next season and do something stupid and come back, they're going to give him, you know, they the Yeah, they
0: him
5: give him a top five quarterback list. Be where
2: right, up. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you got two championships in the city of New York. You're going to be pretty much okay. no matter what you do
5: in the city. You're right, you're so. immortal in certain cities if you, if you win a championship. So it's like, yeah, you know, exactly, it's exactly.
2: Yeah, and New York is one of those cities. So you know, it, it didn't surprise me at all, Ken. Not one bit.
4: I was a little shocked, man, because you know, I mean, he—it's he, not like he's actually been really, really good, and, um, and you know, he's actually been costing them a lot of money. So I was a little, little shocked that you know they did. Uh, you know, like you said, it was—it was as thunderous as it was. Um, but you know, I, it, you know, it, it, I guess it is what it is. Um, I think it's, it's past us now, and I guess baseball will go on. And I think it also kind of signals that people are really, really, really coming to grips with the fact that PED and steroid use was was just a thing, and they 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 just got to live with it. Um, with with Sonny Graves, I think the funny thing about that is as soon as ESPN switched to the game, he gave up a single to Rua. <laughs> I mean, yep. I mean, it's just terrible yep. timing. They just ruined it. Yep. And there were six shutouts yesterday too, which I think was a record for uh, for opening day. So, um, so anyway, but, yeah, I just kind of wanted to, to, you know, baseball opened the season yesterday. I think it's only right that we acknowledge it um, and, you know, definitely try to, you know, get more into what's going on in Major League Baseball, especially since I'm going to win the Baseball Fantasy, the Fantasy Baseball League this year. Anyway. Uh, whatever. <laughs> All right, let's
2: let's uh, let's grab
4: another call. Yeah, let's grab another call Uh Whoa, whoa! I think we just... Well, let's see what's going on here. Hey, four one zero, you're on line with Dead End Sports. What's the name? Where are you calling from?
6: What's going on, gentlemen? It's AJ from Baltimore. Hey. What's going on, AJ? Hey, what's good, AJ? Not so much, man. Just just say watching the uh, the Spurs whoop on the Thunder, like thirty fucking points.
0: Terrible. Mm. Uh, Westbrook has a triple game?
6: double yet? Uh, no, but he's working on it. It ain't going to yeah, mean, I mean nothing if you don't get that W. That's all that matters. That's all that it matters, It mean nothing if you don't
2: get that W, you get the triple, d- he oh, man, triple W.
5: He got the and get get that that triple W against the Rockets. He didn't even
2: get that W. You know what? Um,
4: I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually a topic. So I think we're going to just, – let's just jump into it. I don't know what you called about, AJ, but you brought up it Westbrook. It's your fault. Um, did any of you it's guys cool, see it's the cool. Harden-Westbrook matchup Sunday? Huh?
6: That's cool, man. You are the captain.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh Westbrook. Did anybody see that that duel uh, Sunday? Um, yeah, Westbrook of course went for another triple double, but Harden man, has forty one. He is forty
2: one.
4: Mm-hmm. Man, but did did you see him close though, B? Like he yeah, did two,
0: yeah.
4: three, and then a smooth step back jumper. Man, yep,
2: yep. Like, like it was oh, nothing. Blood. Like he did, he he, he did it. He was like, man, I do this. This is what I do. Oh boy. <laughs> so
4: did he just basically shut Westbrook down when it comes to MVP talk? And is this really a two man race now between him and Curry? I yeah,
0: mean, it
5: is. Major uh, I mean, thing. Okay. It's nah, been since the first week, man. Like, I don't, like, people try to interject LBJ and, you know, Russell. You know, like, I love you know, I, I love Russ, and I love LeBron to an extent now. But, you know, when it comes to Harden and Curry, it's been them since day one. And the reason why, in for those who want to say LeBron, I've seen a lot of people say LeBron and, and Russ. What makes an MVP... I'm so serious. I've, I've seen I've seen LeBron talk. I've seen Everybody Russell. He deserves it. The reason why Harden and Curry. Oh, are... to.
4: I'm just saying.
5: What's that noise? Who's huh? that talking?
4: Oh, Ralph. Ralph.
5: Oh. oh, Oh, y'all put me 200. on. Finally. Yeah, Yo, you're Hush yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> up, man. Hush <laughs> up. Cuban <laughs> oh. yeah, talking. No, I all good. It's
3: all good. Oh, yeah, I'm I didn't know. know. My bad.
5: Yo, so the, the reason why I Curry good. and Harden. Since 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 week one, you know, it started to pick up and we were like, Okay, these are gonna be the two guys to do out. Uh, Curry and Harden have been the most valuable players on their team. They're the people who keep the wheels turning. Harden's case is Dwight Howard's been out for about seventy percent of the season and who's his second scoring option? Outside of but no one, Patrick Beverly's not. A Patrick scorer. Beverly
2: yeah, out, Ter- Patrick Beverly, Terrence Jones, he's been out. Terrence two. Jones
5: did not score. <laughs> or, or, or what or about Josh? Could... Smith. What about
0: Josh Smith? Oh God! Oh God! Don't, don't <laughs> I mean, I, I, I,
2: and to be honest with you, based on that, I would give the MVP to James Harden just because. For one, he like you said, he's Dwight Howard's been out pretty much seventy percent of the season. Terrence Jones has been out, mm-hmm. and they're in second place in the tough Western Conference. Like he's still been able to keep that team. In the top rankings in the Western Conference, it's not like they're number eight seed or six seed mm-hmm. or seven seed. They are two seed right now, and it's like James Harden has been pretty much putting that team on his shoulders. And I know, and Q to go go off your point, which you were saying that they're most valuable to their team. I actually think Harden is more viable to his team than Stephen Curry. I think if Stephen Curry was to like beat out, you know, if he would have been out like within the last two weeks, I think the Warriors would still been okay because I think they have better pieces. You know, they just have a better overall team, I think, than Houston. So, of course, that's going to make it look like Harden is more valuable because he doesn't have the pieces around him like Stephen Curry does. You know what I'm saying? So, I yeah. think if Stephen Curry think would of, be out huh? – go
5: ahead. No, I, I think of Steph's case is the fact that he's upped his game even more than what we thought he could do. He's elevated his teammates, and Steve Curry deserves a coach of the year. No, nah, I still think he's not the coach of the year. I think he's second. Uh, to a booting holder, but he deserves the coach of the year. now also because you know what what Steph Curry is doing is he's elevating his teammates to a different level. I believe they're the number one seed right now, so someone Oh yeah, on that. I think they um, got. I think
2: they got number one seed locked up. I
5: think. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. think it's all locked up. They uh, they're chasing history in terms of being like in, in that top ten list for best regular season records, and what Stephen Curry is doing is. He's elevating his teammates, and he's pushing for the first number one seed that Golden State has had, I believe, in ever. Uh, so yeah, this is a, this is a franchise have, record. Yeah, but but, but
3: but you know what but, though, you know what though, cute. But look,
0: people in the building, people.
3: I, yeah, people coming to back, backs. man. Pizza. Yeah, FIFA about to drop some, some, some knowledge, man, or at least personal opinion. Look, man, when, when it comes to this to this two-man race, I think that if there's ever going to be a first co-MVP, this is the year to do it, if it's ever going to happen. I don't know. But Steph Curry, you're all 100% right, and he hasn't played in 19 fourth quarters. So imagine what his stats could be. And he's, he's top 10 in a lot of categories, top 10 in assists, top 10 in scoring. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Top ten in uh,
0: assist turnover
3: ratio. Turnovers are down. Three point number one in three-point percentage. Like yo. And then the way that he gets his threes, it's not like you're running this guy around like Ray Allen, JJ Redick, and getting wide open shots. He creates a lot of his opportunities. You know what I'm saying? And then when you look at Harden, I, for me, if I had to choose one, if I had a vote, I, I know we're we're a little bit of media, but you know we're not up there yet. But we'll, if I ever get a vote. And I, if I could vote this year, it would be James Harden. Because if you take him off, Damn. just him, it is. You just take him, and I'm talking about everybody else on yeah. that
0: roster is healthy,
3: including yeah. White Howard. They're I don't even know if they're an eighth seed in the West. I don't they're know. They're Sacramento, the best. And they, I agree, bro, I agree, bro. And they're number two, number yeah. two. And That's James Harden you. has ten games of forty or more points this season, man. Bro, yeah. that's not that's not easy, man. Look, man, it, that,
2: that's why he that's why he is my MVP. I I, I want yeah. to give the cold yeah. Cole nod. I would say James Harden is the MVP just off that, just off the I, stuff yeah. you just said. I uh, James
5: Harden, James Harden is doing things that Kobe Bryant has wet dreams about. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. it's just yep. like <laughs> you're putting the team on his yep. back at all costs. You,
3: you know what the difference is? The difference is James Harden can score and he can pass. He can be your primary ball handler and get his and get his teammates involved. Kobe's not the playmaker James Harden is, and this is what I've been saying for years. This is, this is why I said Kobe to me, you know, like 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 even three years ago, who would I take? I don't think I would take Kobe. You know what I say, just because of where he is in his career. And to me, James Harden, I think last year was a better two guard. Well shit, Kobe hasn't played in two years. But either way, James Harden has by far. Elevated himself as hands down the best two guard in the NBA, and there's
2: and no you know and, and you about. know what you know you know what two people, he's also stepped up his defense a little bit. Like I've seen, it's been, moments, go, hey, it's been hey, moments. Hey, moments going hey, into the fourth quarter all where year. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, damn, Harden was locking, do it up. Like you know, it was it, it was moments where I was like, is that Harden playing defense? I thought it was Amen. Patrick Beverly because I saw Amen. the hair, but then when I looked, I saw it, I'm like, oh shit, that's James mm-hmm. Harden. I said, okay, James mm-hmm. Harden showing tools, he can play some games.
5: He
3: played.
0: You know what?
5: You know what? You know what? I'm a You know what? Honestly, I think the best comparative. Honestly, the best comparative for James Harden doing this season, and this is really high praise coming from me. Guy, i rarely ever compared this guy to anything. He's on that Allen Iverson 2001 S1 right? Right now, without Allen Iverson on that Sixers team, that team. Yeah, garbage. They're they team, team, team. That team is garbage. Without James Harden, they're but you like... you know
3: what, though?
5: The, the Rockets are Phoenix, man. Like, the Rockets are the stars yeah. without James Harden.
3: But you you know what? I, I, I think it's going to be interesting watching this in the playoffs because James Harden hasn't had much success in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So So he's having a great season. But the playoffs is a whole different animal because... Now teams can key in on just you. Like, I don't have yeah. to think about you, then Anthony Davis next night, Tim Duncan after that. Then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to continuously change and play different defense. I know what you're going to do. I know what you're going to do. And, 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 and I know that that's really difficult from experience. I played in a tournament where we played the same team four times. Bro, by that fourth game, we scored
0: 28,
3: 30 points against each other. We knew exactly what, like how to shut each other down. That is difficult, bro, to win four games. So I think that makes it easier to shut down Harden, and Harden needs help now. Josh Smith has elevated his play since he's been with the Rockets. Dwight looks a little spry. He looked like he got a little pep in his step. So if they could put it together around James, bro, it. I think I think the Rockets are truly a contender. But I'm not. I don't know. That's a lot of ifs. That's a lot of ifs because you're talking about your star has not had success. You, you're incorporating a guy off of injury and a guy that has been inconsistent in this play his whole career. So, you know, that's yeah, a lot of ifs. And, and you're losing Beverly. Yeah. And I forgot and about,
0: I AJ, man. AJ
2: AJ, about AJ,
0: man. Is AJ still alive, AJ? Yeah, I man. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, Okay. Missing.
2: My bad. We just, we just, like, just took over. Were with
0: it. <laughs> Whatever it you about cool. to ask
2: something, and when you mentioned James Harden and stuff, we just took over
6: that whole damn conversation. My bad. The whole <laughs> <though>. <laughs> no, that's cool. It's, it's it's so organic. I love it. I love it. I mean, you kind of lost me, people, on that that one Kobe part about him not being ever being as good as a playmaker. But I definitely agree that James Harden is uh, he's the best two guard in the league right now. I'm um, I'm totally with y'all on this one. The point just based on the fact that if you look at the the whole season, Harden and Curry have been doing this shit since like. November at the yep. latest. And Westbrook and LeBron didn't really come on until after the all star break. Um, I love Russell man. I think what he's doing is maybe historic and definitely some other worldly type crap. Um, I don't even give a fuck about LeBron, but that's besides the point. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Harden and uh Harden and Curry definitely got it. But I, if I had to give somebody i would probably give it to Curry. I mean he's on the best he's on the best team but they are He's clearly the best player on the best team, and they do have the best record. So he has some of those vine moments. Oh, yeah! Serious. I got to be Curry. Damn Curry! Okay.
4: Hey, uh, AJ, did you actually have uh, a, a question, like a, another question um, for us? Yeah, I know man.
0: We kind of
6: hijacked Yeah, we uh, yeah. did. Actually, um, I did. Uh. I probably could. You mentioned uh, Bo's uh, his, his, his press his after the game press conference with uh, Wisconsin with the with the, uh, the players, and you know it was a good game, really loved it. But I'm not going to get too far in there. I don't take too much of your time. But something that did bother me uh, after the game, after the con- press conference was over, Chris Webber and Jay Bolus and Obilus and a couple of them ESPN dudes they they, they they criticized Wisconsin, both the coach and the team because they claimed that the way they were handling the press conference was low character. I think, you know, Frank, They kind of felt for him. He had his head down the whole time, and somebody asked him something about, was Duke any harder to guard this time defensively than they were last time? He just said no, and, and, and they criticized him for giving one-word answers and for Bo's comment about re, that, that whole rent a player crap and getting at the one guy because he said, he asked him about how he feel about officiating, and Bo was like, obviously, if I, I'm not going to criticize the ref, so don't ask me that. You know that that kind of bothered me because um, you know like like they literally left the court and went straight to a press conference. Like, I don't even think these guys had time to cry. You know they came so close last year, came even closer this year. You know I'm pretty sure they like they beat Kentucky, so they probably had the championship on their minds. I actually thought they would come out flat because of that, but they didn't. And and, and they played hard, man. Like they played really hard, and um, I just got really upset about that, like. I mean, the media, as fans, I guess we really do want all access and you want to peek behind the curtain and see into the world of athletes and how these guys act and how these guys portray themselves. But when you do something or when they say things that might not, like a society as a whole might not think is wholesome or appropriate, we immediately, immediately jump on them and attack them for it. Because this, this actually goes back to the whole, uh, the Rich and Cardinal bullying thing. You know, a lot of um, a lot of people uh, were pissed, was, you know, they were really pissed off about it and saying what he did was wrong. And I didn't think he went over the line, but a lot of the NFL players or the guys, four four players were kind of, you know, they weren't as hype about it. It's like, you know, this kind of shit happens. Like, you got to, mm-hmm. I mean, it just happens. And I just think, like, athletes, man, because I played football in high school and college, and mentally, man, like, it's just different. Like, we're different. I said we like I'm playing. They're different than us. And if you've been playing a sport for a while, if you've never played, and you see the way they talk to each other, or you know, or I mean, I mean, nowadays they got guys interviewing people in locker rooms like while they're getting dressed. Like when you see that and you hear that, people get pissed off about it, and they're trying to get people to change it. Like I remember uh, last month, uh, I think it's Mike Greenberg from Mike and Mike. He said that he wanted the he wanted the NFL and the NBA to enforce rules that would ban hip-hop from the uh, the locker room at the games before and during games. I remember games. that. I remember Yeah, that. because he said it was, you know, I mean, I, I guess it's cool. If you don't like it, that's fine. They cursing and all that. But, you know, man, whatever you got to get you ready for a game, man, you got to get ready. So I don't really – I didn't agree with that either. But I guess my whole thing is, man, just like do we – as guys who played sports and Okay. As guys who have played and you know watch it, and I guess even more so for you guys, because you guys are practically media at this point, do you think that maybe as fans and non-professionals, athletes that we're going a bit too far, trying to peek behind that curtain? Because it seems like to me whenever we peek or we get too far into it and then we see some shit that looks ugly or we don't understand, like the answers to immediately jump over athletes and – Get at the athletes and call them all kinds of names and disrespectful shit. When really, the truth of the matter is, you know, that's kind of just how they are. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. you go through a lot to get to that level, especially in football, man. Like, these guys are wrecking themselves. And whatever gets you to the best of your abilities, I think you have to do that. But I guess, yeah, I, I just, just some I of my agree. point. Do you guys think we're going too far?
0: Uh, well, agree, um, to
6: fall, I, first, I, first, I think it, it. Go ahead, Ken.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, here is what I say, I I'll be brief. I think, you know, we're we're learning and and I think that we want the transparency that we're starting to get. And um and I think it it will take some adjusting um from from us and I think that if we want to peek behind that curtain, then we got to be willing to take what we get and not overly criticize what we receive and understand that we want to peek inside their world and this is their world and this is how they react. So I think we should find fascination in that instead of over-criticism of it. So um, I think it's new. I think it's a new working relationship. And hopefully I would like for more players to be honest like Richard Sherman and uh, Bo Ryan and and the players to be, you know, upset that they lost the game. You know, and uh and, and I, I like that. I like to see that raw emotion. So anyway, um that that's that's my two cents. I agree as well. Q, I know you have
5: something. I know what I'm saying I just agree as well. I feel as though people who play sports, you know what I'm saying, for those who who haven't, um you don't see the practices, you don't see the film room, you don't see, you know, the after dinner games the brunches uh the meeting of other players parents the relationship that workouts you, that, that you build with your with your you know uh, teammates off season workouts uh dress rehearsals all this stuff that goes into this 60 minutes of entertainment yes. for the media and the people it needs to be more respected uh you know you can only you know in professional sports want so much privacy cuz everything you do is on front street but, you know, to keep it brief, I think that they need to have a certain respect. Like, when you go into the wild on like National Geographic and you look looking at their Lions, they don't expect the Lions to act like, you know, house pets. They're going to be, you know, tearing stuff up and they're going to be killing animals. And the same thing with athletes. They're going to be person. They're going to be talking about how this guy missed a, a dunk or not wanting to talk about how they just lost the biggest game of their, their life. So, to a certain extent, uh, media needs to respect people's space because they're still people. All they do is, you know, put a ball in a hole, throw a ball, you know what I'm saying? They're still people. They, they, yeah. need, they have to be treated with, with respect, you know what I'm saying?
4: All right, cool. Hey, uh, AJ, we got about 30 minutes, man. I'm going to try to get some more of these calls, man. I appreciate the call, man. We Sorry we hijacked your time, man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's all good, it, man. it made for us spirited. Spirited debate. Uh, that was one of my questions, anyway. So it was perfect timing. So, uh, hey man, appreciate you calling and checking out the show, man. So uh, we will holler at you next week.
6: All right, fellas, keep it easy. I'll all right, peace. And- right. Uh,
4: Kyle's on the line. I I don't know where he came from. Uh, I, I think he's he's jumping on.
0: <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, is, is
4: this? How are you okay?
7: Hey, 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 <laughs> Ken, FIFO, Q, Beasy, what up? What up, fellas?
0: Hey, what's going on, man? What's, what's you up, you guys? are you okay?
7: Hey, man, you I'm good? good, man. Good, just uh, celebrating <laughs> a little bit, man. Spring uh, break, got my mom in town, man. Just you know, just having a good time, man. Just actually just getting in the crib not too long ago. All right. Oh, nothing, nothing not better than family, celebration.
4: Man. How, how, how's your knee, oh, man? Yeah. My knee? How's, how's your knee? Is your knee okay? Yeah.
7: Yeah, my knee's okay, Ken.
4: Oh, okay, all right, cool.
7: I'm cool. I'm sure there's um, a joke somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I have been I've been listening real real quick, I don't I don't want to take up a whole bunch of people's time, but um I've been listening, man. Uh Ken, you actually don't sound too bad, man. Driving driving the car. You do you don't sound too bad, man.
4: Hey man, captains do real captain things, man. I don't know if you know <sighs> that you know.
7: But <laughs> uh, <here you laughs> go. But <laughs> but real quick um the uh I think uh as far as the national championship game I thought it was actually final four all together man I thought it was I thought it was it, it was a good now a couple of prognosticators said it was uh classic I don't think it was a classic I think the officiating it was bad it was bad on both yep. ends and I think it kind of took away especially last night it took away from the game and um and I think I think I heard uh, Decker say that he said, you know, he said every time he looked up, Duke was at the free throw line. He said, especially in the second half, he didn't, he he, he stopped short of blaming the officials, but, and, 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 and I, I love the title, you know, Bo Ryan is mad. And, and I, I understand it just from a fan's perspective. It did, you know, I mean, Duke, I think they went to the line 12 times and, and uh, Wisconsin went three in the second half. So I mean that that's a difference maker when you're going to the line and you're scoring points with the clock not running. Um that being said, I thought it I thought it was a decent finals I mean a championship game. Um you guys touched on some great points. Uh Q brought in some great points. I, I, I agree about Okafor. Uh for those of you who missed it a little earlier, Q mentioned about how Okafor may have while he may not he's probably still gonna be in the top two as far as drafting, uh, but you know, you I think all before last night, I, I kind of questioned if people took said they'd take Towns over Okafor. If you told me tomorrow that you're going to take Towns over Okafor, I'm not going to say anything. Because I think the thing that kind of – and and don't get me wrong. Big Frank, he, he, I mean, he's, he's a college player of the year for a reason. But the thing that kind of exposed Okafor is that he didn't look good defensively when he had to come out on the perimeter. And – everybody knows that when you get to the next level, that's what you got to do. You got to be able to step out and play defense. Um, so he looked a little suspect in that area. Um, I, I don't think he lost money. Like B said, I, I think he's still a top two player. He still may go number one. It just depends. I mean, the Knicks still may, may the dice, but up until last night, I probably would have argued a case for him going over town. Now I don't really have as much of an argument. Um, and like i said you guys touched on some some great points i want to throw something out to you that i know you guys at least i didn't hear you discuss cuz i've been listening off and on um the uh the, the the comments by harrison andrew harrison after the uh kentucky game into a live microphone um <laughs> obviously you know wisconsin got past it pretty quick uh but just you know what what was your what was your take on it you know when you first cuz i think I I heard something about it before I went to bed, and then I didn't see the tweet again until Ken you sent the tweet Sunday morning um, about the comments that he made about Frank and 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 so forth, and you know using the n word or whatever like that. Did they make more out of it than what it should have been, or, or I, what, what was your take on it?
4: I think it was it was a uh, it, it it ended up being much ado about nothing. I think um, I, I, the way it was addressed, I think the, as quick. They got in front of it quickly, and um, and I'll I'll be honest. He, he shouldn't have said it. It was wrong. We all know that. But I think the fact that um, it, it was a black guy calling a white guy the the n word. Right. I I think that it kind of lessened the the blow a little bit. And I know that that's a double standard. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I it is what it is. I'm not even gonna apologize for it. it it's just a thing. Um, and I think that that's why it really became a non-issue. Everybody kind of slapped him on the wrist say said you shouldn't have did it. And I thought that Harrison calling him, having that conversation with him, um, made it cool. I, I can probably promise you this. That's not the first time Frank Kaminsky has been
0: called a nigga. That's not all I'm <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> It, <laughs> it is not happened hurt. before. <laughs> yeah, the way he played. Oh yeah, he he, right.
3: he 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 he's cool with the brothers, man. He's he he right cool right 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 on that court. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't
7: I don't think when, when he said it, I, I I kind of I chuckled and said the same thing. I'm like, he, he's been called that before. He probably he might wear it as a badge of at, at this point.
5: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's every white kid's dream when playing basketball, dog. Like <laughs> I mean, like let's be real here. Like when he, when he was on the blacktop, he's like, nigga, I told to get my face, They're Like, what you calling? me? I'm cool now. You
0: know what I'm saying? saying? Right. I I guess I'm down now, Mom.
7: I think (laughs) I think I think think Wisconsin handled it pretty good. I don't think it 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 took away anything from the game. Um, You know, because when it was time to play, it was time to play. And uh, you know, Decker didn't have the game that they thought that he probably would have. But um, I think B made some great points earlier. Man, Allen coming off the bench. Uh, Allen and 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 uh, Jones, you know, they were huge. I mean, at one point in time, they scored the majority of the uh, second half points for Duke. And you know, for as bad as the officiating was, you got to keep in mind that the two biggest stars for Duke were on the bench because of officiating. Um, and they blew some. They blew some calls. The tip ball out of bounds. Um, the, even that 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 terrible call. And I think B referenced it earlier. That terrible call against um, when they when they played against Kentucky. Um, at well, twenty-four when, when seconds, clock. yeah. Oh my gosh, that was terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know no, no, no. how you go to the monitor and you still don't see that. So, Q made a good point earlier, man. I, they have to do it better because, and and I heard like, and I don't know if it was just the spin, but like one of the first things that they said after the game last night it was Reggie Miller. He said the officiating was bad, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, like how? I mean, like. At this point, you should have, you know, we, we would prefer a game that, that didn't have any. I mean, yeah, you're going to have calls. You might have a missed call or two here, but it was just, I mean, it was just terrible last night on both ends. You got to professionalize I, those real reps, man. You, you, you got to make you them to. It's terrible. You have to. I mean, it, it was just, and, and you hate for a game to end like that because I think we, I think even both games, man, we, we probably could have seen a, a lot more.
6: Um, we could have got OT. Yeah,
7: exactly. I was hoping yeah. for that too. To be honest, I was hoping for that. Um, as far as uh, one other thing, I want to touch on as far as baseball, y'all, thought, y'all were talking about A-Rod. And the hell with A-Rod, man!
2: I, I ain't about tripping
7: off the that. <laughs> what from a Knicks fan? Are
2: you a Knicks fan? I'm mean, a Yankee fan. Why well, like no? You? I'm a Yankees fan.
7: I'm not. A, I'm not a big A-Rod fan. I, I'm, I'm really. A-Rod is only on the team because we got to pay him. He's, so. I mean, I'm. I, I'm. A, anybody knows, me, I'm a big Jeter fan. A Rod, you know, we got to do what we got to do. We'll see what happens. I mean, was I surprised that people stood up and cheered for him? No, because I mean, he's he's in pinstripes. Um, but I think, you know, we're, we're baseball is off to a pretty good start. Um, like you said, we had some a couple of good performances last night. I'm interested to see. You know, so, so I'm interested to see how the, the, the champions from last year, San Francisco and, and the Royals, I'm interested to see how they get off, what kind of, you know, starts they get off to. Um, but And then we got the NBA playoffs coming up too, man. So that's that's big. I, I think Golden State was down by a couple of points to uh, New Orleans early when I checked. Um, so it's going to be interesting, man. you see, man. You see what the Spurs are doing? Spurs look good, man. Spurs. Oh, that was another question I wanted to throw out. Let me go ahead and throw it out and i let me throw it out to people first and then they'll go to Q because I know you guys have been talking all night. Um <laughs> if can <if, laughs> Ken, Ken threw this con- he threw this tweet out the other day and I said let's save it for the show. If Tim Duncan goes on to win 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 uh, ring number six. Okay, it. my bad. I, my bad. Man. Oh no. If he wins ring number six, does he surpass Kobe? as the most as far as celebrated yeah. and dominant as far as legacy celebrated and dominated players of this era. Oh
4: my god. FIFO. FIFO.
3: If FIFO went to sleep, he probably got his phone on me.
5: Alright, will you answer that Q. Um by by the media? you talking about or just like yeah, in, my just, up,
0: up, just in, in my just in your opinion,
5: opinion, Q? In My opinion no. Nah. No, nah, dude, I'm sorry. I can't I can't give it to him. But Kobe Bryant, dog, uh, great. Like Kobe's career well, what what's, what makes Kobe so great is not only his early years but the way that he was able to get to the finals and change his entire game. Like Kobe laid the blueprint. Him and Jordan are the two who laid the blueprint for how to change your game and adapt to your age. So, and Tim is doing that, but Tim is not the centerpiece of his team. Tim has a platoon. He has a squadron of players who play within pop system. Kawhi Leonard, you know, Splitter, all those guys, uh, Patty Mills, they come in and they all play team basketball. When you look at Kobe Bryant, he's been the centerpiece of his franchise since day one, and the only person he shed the spotlight with is the most dominant force in NBA history, of course. But he went on to win two more without him against one of the best teams put together in the modern era in the Celtics in, oh, uh, was it, 2010? 2008, and, 2008. Yeah, 2008, 2008. And he beat the magic Dwight Howard, who was surging throughout the playoffs, and and everyone thought Dwight was going to be the most, you know, dominant you know, a uh, player. But Tim is right there, but Kobe still has it by a slight margin. That's no disrespect. Tim Younger, he's a legend, mm-hmm. greatest power forward ever. But I can't give it to him, but Kobe, just his career, his stats, I just got to give it to him, a slight edge, slight edge. Okay. All right. What, what, about, you,
4: uh,
5: before, people what about you, B? What about you? So we talking
3: about the Spurs?
4: Sorry, yeah
3: sorry, if Duncan it. wins his fifth, <laughs> is he better than his, yeah, yeah. If if Duncan wins his fifth, is he better than who? Like if if if
2: Duncan win if they go back to back this year and win again, were you where would you put Duncan? Would you put Duncan past as far as legacy past Kobe?
3: Ooh. Past Kobe. That's
7: something to think about. That's something I mean that's something you you made me think what that would be. I mean look look how
2: consistent yeah. Duncan has been I mean Hell, yeah, and always, yeah, and ahead, he's
3: always, yeah, and he's kind of always been the first option too. You know, even even with David Robinson, he he was kind of like that guy too. Um, damn, I don't I don't know if better than Kobe, ah, but he's up there. He's up there. I I, I don't know, man. Kobe's I all think, I great. think you can make you
7: can make a case for Duncan though. You could. I don't be. know. Of, of this particular of, his, of this era. Now, keep in mind. Duncan is in his, what, 19th season, and I think it's Kobe's yeah. Yeah. 18th. So, they're neck and neck as far as career. So, they've been in the league the yeah. same
2: amount of time.
7: And, man, and Duncan, Duncan,
2: Duncan got bodies, man. He, he still won championships in the quote-unquote LeBron and Kobe era.
7: And yeah. keep in mind, Duncan can win a ring this year, and if I'm not mistaken, this is the last year of his contract, Well, maybe he's, like, on a year-to-year basis or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. He could
7: win a ring this year and literally ride right, right off into the sunset. Yep.
5: Ooh. Or we could come back four or seven. And, uh, and, right. oh, Q, and and Q to
0: piggyback
2: off you. I know you say you know. Ted Duncan had great bitch. Kobe Bryant had Phil Jackson. You know Kobe I mean, did have Phil. Like, true. You know Kobe true. had Phil. So
5: hey, you know what? You know,
2: they both had
3: great. There coaches. were
5: years when Tim was done, man. Like let's let's not forget that like 0, 05 to 08 run where Tim Duncan looked washed. Let's let's not even let's not. I don't uh, know uh, about washed, yeah, Q. Uh, no, nah, come on now, he like, Come I, on, I, Q, I, come I now. Come on get washed. Come They're on right, now, but, but Q, but washed, but Q,
7: that, not wash? nah, not washed, not nah, Q. I let would me say wash. You, you gotta you gotta even go back to these last two years against Miami, like even. The, the year that mm-hmm. they didn't win against Miami, he put he look in refreshed. work.
0: He looked refreshed. He put he in looked work. Young yeah.
5: And Kobe got 81, man. No, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: you know, I, I feel
3: you, but he's a guard. He he has more control over the game than Tim Duncan does. But you know what, man? I don't reward injury, and Tim Duncan's been way healthier than, than Kobe, and he's bigger.
5: You know what I'm saying? Well, and it's and for big, throw for big guys.
4: It is, and and I want to throw this this in in the pot, man, because I I think it's missing. D- Duncan, they they drafted players around him, and and yes, and and you know Parker and and Genovalee and Leonard. They had to go get help for Kobe. Kobe couldn't play with with Smush Parker, and and I can't knock him for that, but.
0: They had to go talking. get
4: Gasol, and they had to go get um, oh, yeah. Uh, Gasol. Yeah, who, oh, on, man, whoever else they brought in. But
0: they had to go get Aliza. higher guns. Yeah, come on, man.
4: Like that's the
3: Lakers' history, but that's their nature. That's how they've always operated. They've always operated like Kobe, that. But, so that's not but, new.
4: but Kobe complained and whined and moped about it. Even the okay, man well, of the trade, he was trying issue. to get out of there. But you that's awesome. but what i no is that. But Duncan, Duncan didn't need that. Duncan did okay. it with the pieces that were around him.
5: <laughs> that's true. The no, piece happens to but, be Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker. Of course, he's not going to the point. You, you, you have
3: like no, of the top wait, wait, fifteen wait, 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 players. At, yeah, but don't just say, "Of right. course," because look at where where they were drafted. That, that 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 has front office written all over. And Kim makes a great point where he says that players were drafted specifically to play with Duncan. I don't need the next superstar. I don't need this other guy. I don't need all of these guys. I need guys that can play with this one guy. Tim Duncan has been the cornerstone piece of that franchise for the last 15, 20 years. The one one thing that has not changed, hand and pop. Everything else around him has changed. Sean Elliott, you know how many, Mario Elliott, you know how many, Avery Johnson, how many guys he went through? And, and, and,
5: and, and it looks that, like... That's a, that, that's a great debate, though, man. Woo! Bro, Kobe's... Bro, I don't know. I'm Like, you can't disrespect Tim Duncan's career, but... We're not. Like, we're not. Kobe Bryant from, I'd say, about 98 and on has been consistent. There were years when Duncan fell off. Like, there were years when Duncan fell off. And what? there were what? years where...
6: But go look at the stats. But, but, Please but, look but, at the stats. Q,
0: Let's Q, not forget those Q,
7: four years. Q, but remember, in in these in his nineteen year career, has Duncan ever missed the playoffs? I don't think he's ever missed. Duncan a has never nope. missed
5: the playoffs. He nope. hasn't. Nope.
7: But
3: nope. So I I I don't know around around but, but 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 Q, but Q, but look, 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 look at the age of Duncan. You're not always going to produce at a twenty ten level. So yes, he's going to fall off, and he's been able to. Taper and be still Tim, Tim Duncan enough when you need me to be. And and you know what Dirk Nowitzki said this too, and, and I 100% agree. He said at this age, he understands he can't be the number one guy. And Tim Duncan said it too in a recent interview. He's like, yeah, I can't. I, like I'm not the same guy. I'm not as quick, I'm not as nimble. I have to play within this system and dominate at times. So of course there's gonna be a drop in production. But the fact is he's still consistent. Even in his off years, he was still consistent. It just that was the decline and he's tapered off.
0: <sighs> Man,
5: hey, I, I, I just think I think I I think Kobe has just a slight thing, dog. Like, you know, five offerings. he
0: is. He, Q, is, he was terrible in
4: games. Seven against the Boston Celtics. He,
0: he G- did one out. I think
4: Gaston won that game for them. And the oh referee. Oh, my God. I know. Uh-huh.
3: He shot. And there was a 3-0 shot. against Phoenix in the
5: playoffs.
7: Oh, 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 yeah. A 3-0. You know what, I think, you know what I think that that kind of hurts your argument to some degree, Q, is that a lot of times when we, when Kobe's in the debate, and it's kind of good at rising. I don't hear, because <laughs> he would have a fit um but uh i think the thing that kind of hurts yeah i know right i think the thing that kind of hurts you in this debate is that unlike if we're comparing kobe to jordan or kobe to this guy that guy the, we're talking about two guys who not not the same position but they played in the same era so when we say a year of 19 straight playoffs and of course it's going to be 19 again this year so i mean like and then when you look at his numbers and everything, it, it, if he gets a sixth ring, you could make a case that he is the most dominant player of his era, more than Kobe. He, yeah, he didn't do what but, but hold up now, and I think I think the thing that, that people may confuse is the fact that Kobe does it with Flair and Flash, and Duncan doesn't, but that's just Tim. You know what I'm saying?
2: And, and Q, Q, Q is all- debatable. It is. It is. Yeah, so it's, it's, we're saying it's debatable. We're not saying, okay, yeah, put it in. Tim Duncan is better than Kobe. you know. We're not saying. We're just saying if Tim Duncan get this sixth ring this year, win another championship, being his first back to back, you you can you can make an argument. Like you can definitely make an argument, a case for that. Like a, you know, between who who has a better who's better career career wise between Kobe and uh, Tim Duncan, you can make an argument. Especially, it's. You know, I mean, yeah. you can make the argument now, but especially if Tim Duncan is going to go ahead and get his sixth ring, which Kobe is still trying to chase, which he's not going to get. Which he's but not going know, to get, if, right? Right. Mean, Kobe Duncan shot himself in the
5: foot. Kobe shot himself in the foot because he didn't take the uh, Tim route out in his in his uh, right. late stages of his, cur- his career. He, he, did, he, he, he didn't took, say, he, all right, yeah, to, give me give me two years, give me give me a two year twelve million dollar deal, sign a whole bunch of people, and then we can go play for championships. No, he said, okay, Mitch, come check. You don't have a plan, and all you're going to do is give me the thanks for being a Laker player for two years, 25, and I'm getting my my money. Tim Duncan said, what what is your plan? All right, here's what we're going to do, Tim. We're going to get a bunch of players around you, and we're going to make sure that you don't have to be the number one option every single play, and we can get Patty Mills, Kawhi Leonard, all these different players, and they're going to come around, and we're going to play team basketball, and we're going to win championships. Tim said, okay, give me a three-year deal for – $15 $15 million, and then that's what they did. Kobe's completely different. Kobe's latest, they just, his career is him playing with Jeremy Lin and Wayne Ellington. Like, no one knows who those people are, and like, think about it. Kobe's been consistent in his scoring, and everything that he's done, when he even had Kwame Brown playing with him, man. Like, after, after Shaq left, Shaq got his championship in Miami, Kobe was still scoring. He was still doing what he had to do. Like, let's not forget the Phoenix series. Like that he let
2: yeah the Phoenix series that he that he let them come back from being up three one two <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But
0: he did get the
5: game winner man he was, up three, he was up No no three, when
0: when one. when the
5: uh, New Orleans I, I thought it was the I think it was New Orleans who who did that instead I think I think they beat Phoenix four two I think they let uh, New Orleans come back on them. Uh,
2: Chris Paul New Orleans.
5: Yeah, I think Chris Paul and uh, what's his name? Ariza, came back on him. I think it
2: was Phoenix.
5: Yeah, I think it was Phoenix too. You think it was Phoenix? I could have sworn
2: I think it was Phoenix both years. I mean, I and can look it up and see, but I think it was Phoenix. Yeah, please both do, because I want somebody
5: wrong. to backtrack on that.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I'm just going strictly off my memory. I remember it being Phoenix. Uh, it's
5: close, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's close. Another debate that I, w- I was having the other day was uh, Phil and Pop. You know, uh, a lot of people will say, yo, it's hands down Phil. But, you know, when you really break down the talent that Power Bitches had to work with,
0: the exactly. lack of, yeah.
5: like, come you on now. make an argument. That's an argument. make an argument. Yeah, it's the it's same thing. Like, some people say, yo, Phil has this and he did this and he has all these great runs. But then people will will say the same thing for Pop and Tim. Look at who he's had around him. Look at what he's had to deal with every single year. Look at the record. And then for Phil, it's just look at the flash, all the all the rings, and the flair. That's Kobe, same thing. He had Jordan, he had Kobe, he had all, all these superstars. He had, he had Shaq. So Popovich and Tim, they've been con- they've been a consistent force in the NBA since they teamed up. And then Kobe and Phil, they, they've had years where they've sputtered, but there's been so much success that they've shared together that ties both of these, you know, players and coaches forever in history. That I think you can make a case for either of them being better or having a much substantial career than you know the other one. You know, it's 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 definitely a toss-up. <laughs> uh, I will tell you what, it, it, it's we,
7: we're definitely gonna have to revisit this because it there's that's a, a video. There's a possible that's a possi- Oh, that's definitely a video. Too. Too. I mean, it, it's very possible that that can happen. Especially the Spurs are playing very well right now, and, they, and they're they're rounding out right at the right time. I mean, of course they're not gonna they're not any threat to the number one seed or anything like that. But you know, they're the Spurs. They don't need a number one seed. So, and they just they. I mean, they whacked Golden State the other night. It wasn't even close. I think they beat them by like twenty
2: five or something. Yeah, they up. They,
0: beat up. Beat they, whooping, down down they whooping up.
2: Okay. up. Yeah. OKC, they up on OKC. Yeah. Did Westbrook
4: get a triple double? Man, he didn't come anywhere near close <laughs> to a triple double. He had two assists and two rebounds and seventeen Uh
7: I heard a little bit of that conversation too early, man. I, Curry gets my vote for MVP, man. I just, I think Explain it's between that. Curry and Harden. I, I think, I think it's Curry. I think, Curry, and man. I agree with people. I, I think if if there's ever a year that we could get a co MVP, this might be the year. Because if you ask if you ask twenty people, ten will tell you Curry, ten will tell you Harden. I think it's split right down the middle.
2: Uh, I got I got to give the flat to Harden man.
0: You know what though, oh, Kyle? Man. You know What's what? And
5: I uh, I think uh, what thing that we need to look out for. I don't know if you folks can test this, but I know Ken's with me on, on on this. I don't know how much this is going to translate to playoff success for the Rockets because they hold the whistle in the playoffs. And James Harden goes to the free throw line about 12 times a game. And about 13 to 14 of his points, each game is going to come from the free throw line. So he's he's not going to be dropping. I mean, you know, it's a possibility he's not going to be dropping 41 and, you know, 29. He might have, like, some games where he's just getting 20 because they're holding the, the whistle. Steph is different. Steph, he can create outside the paint. He's not going to try, and, you know, get, you know, to the free throw line as much cuz he knows that he can rely on his three-point shot at any moment. And it doesn't matter he has a, he has the ball on a string. Harden he can create two, but he relies on the free throw and that whistle way more than any yeah, player in I, the NBA today. I, I agree with EQ where
3: um and I think that's probably why he has struggled in the playoffs because Harden is a guy that he attacks to open up his shot, and Steph shoots to open up his attack.
2: You know, right. it's, it's
3: just how you approach the game. Every every player is different. Every player has different tendencies, right? And and those are just their tendencies. So I agree with you, but um, I I, I don't know. You know, uh, um, well, I think James Harden is the MVP, and I think as the MVP, you should be able to play in any scenario and do what you do. So I think that he needs to step up, especially if he gets the MVP. Especially if he's the MVP. He he needs to step up in the playoffs and show people why. And and I don't see why he couldn't. You're 100% right. They do hold the whistle a little bit more. But guess what? MVPs get them caught.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
3: saying? So, so, so he's playing at that level, and you know what's coming. you know. And, and people follow him. The way that move he does after the Euro stuff, the way he puts the ball in front of you, you're going to follow him. It's impossible because he, he's putting the ball up under you and you think that you're going to get it. You're getting nothing but arm. Yep. So,
7: yeah. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting, man. It, I think it's, I tell you what, get your rest, man, because the Western Conference playoffs are going to be sick. So you're going to need to stay up every night to watch those games, for real.
5: Damian Tom Lillard is my player to watch. Because last year I told y'all I came on the show last year everyone was picking the Rockets. I came on here I said that boy Damon Lillard is gonna hit some big shots, and he hit the shot of the playoffs. They're gonna be Portland's gonna be a little hindered without West Matthews, but right. I believe in D. Little man. I really think that he you know he's he's the next guy up, and I'm really excited for the these Western Conference playoffs is gonna be shootouts on shootouts mm-hmm. shootouts. Yeah, I can't you know, wait to see playoff miss- Rondo. Playoff rondo is what I'm looking forward to.
7: I hope, yeah, I hope <laughs> it shows up because he, he hadn't made it to Dallas yet. <laughs> Yo,
3: I, I want to talk about something real quick y'all touched on a little, like a while ago. Um, OKC trying to make the playoffs. I really hope the Pelicans make it because I feel like OKC just needs to be healthy and the Pelicans need playoff experience. So I think I, definitely I, I, the I, I Pelicans can agree with you it.
2: more on that one, people. Yeah, it's kinda yeah like, I agree. It's kind of like pointless now because it's like you don't got Ibaka, you don't got Kevin Durant. Yeah. I mean, they're going to they go the get watched by Golden State. Man. Yeah. That's, 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 they're going to get watched. So I, I kind of want, I'm just like you, I want um Pelicans again. I want I want to see Anthony Davis in the playoff spotlight get his experience. You know, it's good. I think it's good for someone that young to get that good playoff experience. So I would like mm-hmm. to see Pelicans hold off and get that H. P.
5: I agree. As, as I agree. a Sixer fan, I need them to, to make the playoffs. Like as a Sixer fan, <laughs> I, I need OKC to make the playoffs because that pick needs 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 to come through. You know what I'm saying? I need number 18 to come through. But you know, I, they're gonna start coming for Anthony Davis's head. So y'all better be on the bandwagon now because they they gonna do him just like they did LBJ. They are gonna be like, oh, if he's the best player, then how come he, he not? You know. I want him to make the it's playoffs. it's three years but, in.
6: It's, yeah, hey, but,
5: hey, 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 it's three hey, 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 look, man, it's three
3: years in. LeBron didn't make his, uh, uh, the playoffs, I think, his third year, wasn't it? Or what, yeah. did he make it I the think, second year? I
7: think it was the second year. I think it was the second year. Okay. Um, you know what um, I'm saying? Oh, oh, real quick before we get off, uh, uh, shout out to uh, Kendrick Lamar, man. Kendrick Lamar. Is uh, throwing out the first pitch at the Dodgers game on April 27. So anybody listening, oh, let's hope
2: it's not a bad one. Yeah. Let's hope it's not a bad one. Don't pull
7: a fifty. Don't pull a fifty. But uh, shout Damn. out to K.Dot, man, throwing out the first pitch. Uh, they're playing the Giants at uh, Chavez Ravine. So if anybody out there listening, you're in LA, get a chance to check it out. Get there early, man. See uh, Kendrick throw the first pitch, man. That's huge. Good look for him too, as well.
4: That's dope, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know. Um, and, and, and real quick, yeah, at, with tonight's loss, the Pelicans are in the playoffs. Uh, thunder just falling apart. And uh, yeah, Brooklyn next, Celtics 7-8, Miami Heat, and the Pacers, man. So, it's a four-team four, four race for the 7-8 spots in the Eastern Conference. Uh, yeah. That's going to do it. Um, yeah, Wait, we're, we're done, I got man. one more thing. Uh, this, one, yeah, more thing yeah. okay? one more thing,
3: Ken. One more for Q. Uh, or for whoever says something about LeBron, LeBron is plus twenty with the Cavs, and the Heat are mi- or no the um, Heat are minus twenty games without LeBron, and the Cavs are plus seventeen. So just want to throw that out there. He's,
7: MVP right fifty eight wins that for the Hawks, 10. baby.
4: Oh, God. That, we're, we're done. <laughs> this, this is your captain. This is your captain signing off, man. <laughs> we're going to holler at y'all
7: next,
0: we're gonna holler at y'all next hey. week, man. Oh baby.
7: Peachtree Street. Holler,
0: go Sixers, man.
2: Go Tigers.